good afternoon and welcome to Sister Field at the Nosher Bowl. It's the Knox Talent Monmouth Talent Game, 133rd Bronze Turkey Game here on this cold day on the Knox College campus. It is uh, the Turkey Bowl, like the 133rd, and currently a senior day as well for Knox College. And your Monmouth College side stops getting ready as well to take the field here shortly. Joining me for the broadcast today, normally you would hear Sean Temple and Brent Duken, but Sean on the road today to cover the West Central Heat eight-man semifinal at Polo. That game will be on Sunday, 97.7 WMOI, beginning at 1240. This pregame show today, we feature two gentlemen who are Monmouth College alums who both played in the Turkey Bowl back in the 88-91 to 91 range. That is Todd Wetterling and Brad Christian. Gentlemen, welcome. Hello. Good morning. A little cold here. How's the field look compared to when you guys played? This is much warmer than in 91, I will tell you that. Yep. And that definitely isn't grass. I'm positive. That is a turf field that they replaced. I think you said the turf was replaced back in 09 uh, on this campus here at the Nosher Bowl. All right, Brad, tell us a little bit about you. At Obama College, you played four turkey bowls and currently are a high school football coach now. Yeah, teach and coach over at Elmwood uh, and uh, defense coordinator and linebacker coach and assistant offensive line coach for the uh, Trojans of Elmwood Broomfield. Yeah, and you have a, a connection to the West Central Heat that I do. Yes, uh, well, my uh, nephew just graduated a year ago, and uh, Dexter uh, Ricketts, and I've also coached with Steve Arnold, who's over there. He was an assistant my first two years because I was a head coach at Union High School. With the Yankees. <laughs> Over a day or two ago. <laughs> it was it? a couple. How many people listening have no idea what you just said? <laughs> I'm sure there's several. <laughs> All right, Todd, you played uh, Monmouth College as well in four of these turkey bowls. Both of you played in what they said was the 100th game back in the day, but they have since learned it was the 100th and one game instead of the 100th game. That's what we learned from the FAB today. Uh, you know, any, any of the games, I, I don't care if it's the 100th, the 101st, or probably the first. It's still Monmouth. It's still not. Game on. The game is going to be a hard-fought, intense, and, you know, we'll have to talk about keeping your emotions in check when you hit the field in a game like this. How does this cold weather work, guys? It's a no-sure bowl, so you're down lower than, of course, uh, the hill here. Does that make a difference in this cold weather? No. No. We, we, you know, 91 was, was 10 times worse than this, and, and the wind at bowl. The wind just starts swirling. You, you have no idea exactly which direction the wind's going to come from at any given moment. And, and you know, with the wind, obviously, I, I think that's his vein for Knox. They're more of a, you know, option running team. Monmouth's more of a passing team. That that could be an issue. Yeah, with the ground and pound as opposed to getting it out in the air, which is just totally opposite of what we grew up oh, yeah. playing. With Knox, yeah. And, and we've been here for the Knox uh, Eureka games, the Lincoln Bowl games. One year, it was uh, up in the uh, scoring, actually, the ESPN for the most number of yards uh, per game in the in the passing yards, I believe it was, right, Todd? Yeah, I, I, I can't remember. It was like five or 600 yards for each team. It, it was ridiculous. <laughs> the game it was fun to watch. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun to watch. If it, you're an offensive coach, that is correct. It was actually the inaugural uh, Lincoln Bowl game between Eureka yeah. and Knox. Yeah. So, yep. All right, you're listening to WRAM. It's actually senior day for now. Alex. They're taking care of all their seniors right now. It's half court. We're going to come back with it. We're broadcasting from the Vic Boys Furniture Broadcast booth, and we will be back with the Security Savings Bank coaches interview. I had a chance to talk with Coach Braun earlier in the week. That interview will be next on WRAM. Welcome back to WRAM Radio for the 133rd Bronze Turkey Day featuring Knox College and your Monmouth College Fighting Scots. We are at Sister Field at the Nosher Bowl up in the Forest Box, and this is the Victoria Furniture Broadcast booth. 
and your referees for today brought to you by Kehoe Eye Care Center. Actually, we will play the national anthem. Kate, if we can go back to the studio of the national anthem, we'll be back. And welcome back to the 133rd Bronze Turkey Cane here at Knox College on the campus of Knox College on a cold Saturday, but we're ready to bring you on the college buddies to have football again. Your referees for the game are brought to you by Kehoe Eye Care Center. They include Floyd Marquardt, Brandon White, Christian Rosenbeck, Cody Adams, Steve Smith, David Hayter, and Dave Estelle. Those are your referees. We're ready for the coin toss. I'm going to turn things over to Brad Christo and Tom Wetterling. They have your starting lineups brought to you by McDonald's. I'll be back at half with interviews from Moscow College. Good afternoon, or good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, coin toss going on in the middle of the field as we speak. We're going to start out with the uh, Mount College offense. At quarterback, we have Carter Boyer, number 16. Uh, the H-back is Dylan Bone, number 20. Tailback, number 28, Evan Lawrence. Uh, wide receivers, number 12, Nate Thornton. Number 1, Nick Pop Saint. Number 10, Jake Guraz. Uh The big boys up front, number 54, Colby McMillan. And number 50, James Conner, your tackles. Your guards, number 56, T.J. Schroeder, number 59, Matt Shimko. And in the middle, number 78, Derek Brown. And defensively for Knox, we have a nose. Number one, Lucas Cruz. Number, and the two ends, we have number four, T.J. Nails and John Sarich. Love the name. Yes, T.J. Nails is a defensive name. Yes, oh, absolutely. <laughs> and the down tackle is Jacob Etienne, uh, number 58. Two linebackers. Davis Broombaugh, number 43, and number 25, Ian Rauch. Has two safeties, 84, Anthony Garcia, and 7, Kendall Ballman. And also 15, Cade Kaufman. And your two corners, 21, Liam Gallagher, and 28, Isaac Mora. And of course, we were in the middle of a coin toss. We uh, did uh, give you the starters backwards. <laughs> Looks like Bombas College is going to be kicking off. Uh, kicking off going from north to south on a blustery, windy day. And, and, and we've already talked about it, and I talked to the idea that says, you know, Knox is the running team with this wind blowing. That could give them a little bit of an advantage compared to a nice day. Yeah, they can just stay ahead of the sticks and ground and pound all day. They could have a shot. Well, Cody's up, going to be kicking off for the Fighting Scots. He's stepping it off. He's marked to the side. We're just waiting for a whistle, and there it is, folks. And we are underway. Zelk with a high kick. Wing caught up a little bit. Kicked up at the 20. Oh, Knox got a big hole on the left side. Runner down to the 40, 50, 50. Going to be in Monmouth College, Yake. Looks like a 33-yard return. Uh, looks like Prairie Fire going to start out in Monmouth territory. Really good position on the 49. It's going to be, I mean, it is, it's going to be a challenge right now. Let's see what the defense has got to get, that, get out of the gate. From Monmouth College, we have Bryant Fultz, Corbin Personette, Sincere Brent are the uh, down linemen, linebackers, Tevin Baker, Tanner Tomaski, Caleb Endicott, and Jermaine Glenn Lewis-Charles with Harris, Ford, Eugene, and Peller in the secondary. Knox going to line up, single back, two wings. Classic option. Going to see this a lot. Kale Williams with the keeper. He's breaking off the right side. 
Looks like an 18-yard gain, and that's going to be a, a common theme. Cale Williams, obviously, if you look at the rushing yards, almost 700 yards. The next leading rusher, 330. And that's the biggest thing with this triple option. you got to play discipline, assignment football. Yeah, who's, got the, who's got the dive? Who's got the quarterback? Who's got the pitchback? And I've always said, how can you practice against an option? Because there is no practice team that you can just magically put together and run an option and make it look like a true option team. Right, unless you do it yourself. Uh, Williams under center. they got two split to the left. they got an H-back on the left side. Williams with the snack. Snap going to keep it up the right side again. Tackle by number 52. Who is that? Tomaski. Nice job by Tomaski. Read his keys, kept on the quarterback like he's supposed to. Yes, and they had somebody on the fullback as well. You know, one of the things I'll be interested to see is you know, cold weather also, how often are they going to pitch that ball? Mm-hmm. Cold, yeah, weather, well, cold weather pitch is just a short pass, and that, that, you know, that could be something they're going to have to deal with. Yeah, that ball gets really hard when colder it gets. Uh, we have double wing, single back, typical formation, split left, one receiver, motion right, give it to the, up the middle that time. Uh, Walker, number 40, with that gain of three yards, brings up about third down three on the 19-yard line. Big two plays here. Yeah, because kicking field goals sure isn't going to be a gimme today. Yeah, now with this, I mean, you get down this wind, whether it's coming out of the northwest or whatever, it's going to be swirling in here. Williams again under center. You're going to hear this a lot, folks. Two wings, single back. Motion left. He's going to keep it. Looks like a little bit of a counterplay. Oh, stuff. Absolutely beautiful play. Tomofsky, and I think our first guy up that middle, who was at number three. Which is, and the quarterback comes up limping. Uh-oh. Oh, that's that's bad. I'm still looking for who number three is on that sheet. Well, all I know is Looks backside like, stayed home. They yeah. faked one way. And backside stayed home, made the play. I think it's Rocky and Stinks. Again, we do not have him on our starter uh, list, and they have two number threes. But he was the DB that looked like came in and put the, put the hit on him. Yeah, I guess. Here from Gilbert, well, we have ourselves a, a Williams quarterback down. We're going, to t- we're going to take ourselves a break. We'll be back in 60 seconds. Caden, give us 60 to start with. Welcome back. We are on WAM. Uh, William out looks like a lower lake and three replaced by A.J. Vasquez. They find on 14-4 with a quick pitch to left to Hunter. Tomaski sniffed it out. Big stop, but now Obama College is on the field with their offense. Give to the right side that time. Number 22, he's got a over. He's broken. He's at the 50. He's at the 40. He's only got one man to beat. 30, 20-yard line, 15, 10 and push out of bounds. That was a heck of a response on the offense. Oh, Dylan Bone. Up. Dylan Bone just broke through. Great walking on the outside. And nothing but speed. Got him to the 10. Now it's hurry up offense. Monmouth College. They got two to the left. One foot to the right. Single back. Uh, they give number 28 Lawrence. Stuff that time around the right side. Good defense. Yeah, I think that first one maybe caught him off guard a little bit. Got to the edge. 
He had a lot of sideline to run down. I think I was wrong. I think that was Lawrence. Lawrence was the one who back. Yeah, that made that big run. Mom's going to line up again. Uh, looks like this time we've got double tight end, two splits to the left, single back. Boyer takes the snap. He's rolling to his left. He's with you in the end zone. Ooh, that might be interception. Dangerous. Dangerous. Tried to get the ball to Nate Thornton, and coverage was right there. Who is that? 21. Liam Gallagher with the coverage. I thought he had the interception. I thought he did, too. I mean, good position. He broke in front. I thought he had that ball. Break for the mom and staff. Those white numerals on the yellow jerseys are hard to read. Yes, it is. Third and nine. Boyer again going to be in that pistol formation all day long. He's going to keep it. Rolls out to his right. Good pressure. He avoids the pressure. Breaks up the right side. Puts his head down. And is he fumbled? Short. Nope. Touchdown. Incorrect. It looked like they're going to mark him short. And they gave him the touchdown. Almost, almost with the reaction out there, it looked like the ball came loose. And whether he fell on it or somebody else fell on it. Yeah, yeah I, I thought the side judge was walking up to the one-yard line yeah. like he was down. Uh, Boyer just put his head down, avoided the rush. Good pressure by Knox. Avoids the rush, puts the head down, and runs through a couple of guys to get the first score, 10-59 in the first quarter. Zelt going tries to the extra point. Which is good. With 10-59 on the clock, first quarter, Scott's up 7-0. We'll be back after this message. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. We're at the Knox Bowl. Swirling winds, cold weather, 10:59. Scots go up 7-0. And we have the issue for Knox where their starting quarterback, Williams, uh, looks to be out with a lower leg injury. Yeah. They'll get a kickoff. Again, it looks like he's also intentionally kicking that short for some reason. Ball taken on the 20 on the right side. Breaks up the right side. Has a good hole. Hi. Looks like number 39 on the tackle. I'll get that name as soon as I can find my piece of paper here. That was better coverage on Mama's side. Yeah. Tackle that time by Zane Beebe. Uh, still, though, a 16-yard uh, return. Uh, I, again, I, I almost think it looks like he's kicking it short. I can't tell if he's trying to kick it short or if that's wind. Yeah, it, it's hard to tell. Definitely getting, getting under it. Knox is going to start out on their own 37-yard 30, uh, line. Again, good field position with the return. But, of course, the issue is you have a backup quarterback. We're going to see what A.J. Vasquez brings to the game. Single back, two wings again. Motion to the left side. Vasquez with the give up the middle. That's number 40, Sam Walker. He's going to pull his way up for about... Three yards, tackled by number 75, Evan Baker. Yeah, Mom's basically, they've got a 6-2 out there. What looks like an old-fashioned 6-2, rolled up safeties. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. On the edge, got the inside Actually, to flow. Actually, uh, 75 is Bramp Baltus. Uh, I was impressed. He's one of the leading tacklers. He's the nose guard. 48 wow. tackles. He's got the second most tackles on the team. You don't see that very often. No, not at all. Uh, you can tell on that point, big boy can move. 
knocks. One receiver split left and right. Motion coming to the right side. Vasquez with the fake up the right side. Keeps the ball. He's going to get a hard-fought three yards tackled by a host of Scots that time. Yes, they're playing a lot better after that first play. Yeah, a lot better flowing to the ball, playing their assignments. I think yeah, I think you were right. They had some guys guessing. They were guessing on that fullback dive, and, and when you guess the option, that, that's what kills you. Yeah, and, and who knows what the, the t- knock the tendencies were. You know, their tendencies may have been fullback, fullback, fullbacker. That's what Scott's been practicing against all week. Yep, and, and now, you know, Williams being leading rusher, it's going to be interesting to see who, who they want to rely on. Again, got a receiver split left to right for Knox. That's Gaz under center. Motion to the right side, fakes the dive up the middle, keeps it, and he is smothered for a loss. That time it is number 74, Evan Baker. Absolutely just, nobody faked out that time. Just smothered. Looks like at least, at least a three-yard loss. It's going to be fourth down and seven on the 40. Looks like Knox is bringing up their punt team. And that's that's exactly what you need. Yeah, absolutely. Pull it, get, get some penetration, and get to that quarterback if he wants yeah, to. Yeah, but you just got to know that Coach Vaughn wants to make them one-dimensional and try and force them to throw the ball once they run it. You just have to. Oh, absolutely. And they bring those ends in. It, like I said, it looks like a 6-2. Here comes the rush. Laid with a punt. Really gets hung up in the air. Close to a bottom of the college, Scott. That's, that's only going to be a 23-yard punt. That's going to be good field position. Mama College is going to be taking over oh. on the 32-yard line. Uh-oh. We have a penalty, and that could be a roughing call. That, that, that flag is usually either a holding or a roughing punter. We're doing some serious discussion here. Looks like the umpire and the head referee. Flag was thrown on the 34-yard line. Yeah, once the ball is kicked, I didn't see what transpires. Oh, leaping. Leaping. Uh, You don't hear it very often, but it's illegal to leap over a player. And it's a personal foul. I believe when they, if I remember right, when they brought that in, that was a safety issue. Yes. They didn't want people leaping. But that, in serious enough, that it's a 15-yard penalty. Uh, Knox bringing their offense back onto the field. That penalty puts the ball on the Scots 45-yard line. Hmm. You don't hear that very often. No, but what I saw his leaping was he was jumping up, hoping to block I, the yeah. kick. Yeah. Motion right. Vasquez looking for the first pass of the day. Oh, blindsided from the back five. Number five. I'm going to find him here. Yep, going back to the charts. Um, I'd have to say that's Devin Graham. Coming from the back, so absolutely no, unblocked. Looked like, looked like maybe a cold blitz. Yeah, blindsiding for a six-yard loss. Somebody didn't pick him up. Let's see. That puts the ball on the 49-yard line for Knox, second and 16. Knox in more of a passing formation. Two split left, one split to the right, single back. Vasquez looking to pass the ball to the right side. Good pressure again by the Scots. Did not have time to find what was an open receiver. And that was just a a one-step drop. I mean, that's how quick the defensive lineman got through there. 75. 
Well, that's Baltus again. And I hope I was saying Baltus right. It could be Baltus, Baltus. But I'm telling you, big man can move. Yes, he can. Big yes, he can. Move. Like I said, quarterback took one step, and he was in his lap. Uh, quick off the ball, and again, good lateral movement, too. Him moving left and right, he's, he's just out the, that tackle, you know, six yards down the line. Mm-hmm. Knox back in the typical formation. Receiver split left and right, two wings. Third and long on this play. Vasquez looking for a short pass. Overthrows his receiver, bringing up fourth and long. Looks like he was trying to get to number eight that time. Owen Bieber. And I, even if he makes the catch, it, it would have been a reception. Maybe got three, four yards. Exactly. It was just a quick uh, route into the flat. Right a little high. You know, one of the things when you've got a team that you've built to run the ball more often, Throwing the ball is going to be an issue because obviously you know you're not having success with that run. Well, cut that time, right up the middle. Obama Scott recover on the 29 yard line. I'm almost positive that I could be wrong, but one at Devin Baker that not only broke through the middle, blocked the punt, and recovered the punt, setting up Mama's College in excellent position on their own 20 on Knox's 29 yard line. They're coming for that one. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and they didn't leave. Yeah, I I, <laughs> I understand the call. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But, you know, you got those three personal protectors back there. You, you're just trying to get up. Just to jump up, up yeah. hoping maybe a low, low yeah. kick. Warrior takes the snap. He's got four receivers walk down. field wide open. Number 10. Make the your reception. Your ass. Your ass. Wide open. Skinny post down the seam. Makes the catch. Ball's going to be first and goal on the four-yard line. He is just down the road from where I'm at. Down, he, he's from Farmington. Yep. Fifth year senior. I remember uh, coaching against him. Heck of a receiver. He had some uh, pretty good uh, uh, receivers in the in his uh, in the receiver room, if you will. Sure. At Farmington. Sure. Scott's two split to the left, one to the right. Boyer. He's going to get off the right side. Lawrence trying to get into that end zone and stop short. Tried to bounce it around the outside and ran into too many yellow jerseys. Mm-hmm. Thought he was going to get it. For those of you that are the more old school variety, like uh, Brad and myself, we are looking at a golden yellow uniform instead of what we traditionally always saw as is a purple. Exactly. Yes. Yellow helmet, yellow jersey, yellow pants. Yep, purple trim. Receivers split left and right. More of a power formation. Two tight ends, actually three tight ends. Boyer with the give up the middle Lawrence, and he is in for the touchdown. Pretty solid start. Well, good start. Fishman, got to have this quarter. That's right. We haven't talked about the fact, folks, that uh, Lake Forest and Monmouth College right now are in a tie. And to get to the playoffs, uh, Monmouth College has to have Lake Forest lose, or it comes down to how many quarters you've had the lead. And so if both teams win and Lake Forest has more quarters or equal, or equal, then they go to the playoffs. Because of the yep. head-to-head. The extra point is good. It is. 16 in the first quarter. Scott's up 14 nothing. We'll be back after this. And we're back here at the Knox Bowl. 
kick by Zelk, return coming up the middle this time. Much better coverage by the Scots. Looks like number 24. I, I'm guessing it's Seth Johnson. I could be wrong because there's two number fours, which made the tackle. Uh, it's going to give Knox the ball on their own 30-yard line. At that time, obviously, we were right. Zelk did put, put the foot into it. Yep. First couple of kicks, for some reason, he was uh, shortening it up. And uh, it was Seth Johnson making the tackle. He is just from up, up the road, up in Victoria. These guys like all your cousins, family reunion coming on or what? <laughs> no. Just just looking at the, the local boys. Uh, Knox showing a power formation, two tight ends with the wing. One motion going to the right side. Vasquez would give up the middle. Short gain of two. I assume that's Walker. I can't see a number yet. That's typically the man that runs up the middle for him. Again, it's hard to see those white letters or white numbers on the yellow jersey. It's a little bit of a challenge, but I can see that time it was number 26. Jason Clark out of Roba. Uh, Mama's B line right now is, is really solid. They're they're controlling that line of scrimmage. They are. Yes, they are. Ed, this last one quarterback kind of rolled up. Just want to make sure somebody stays on him. Yeah. You know, yeah. He pulls it. Uh, and again, yeah. not the run threat that the that the Knox Williams, Williams was. Knox going to more power formation and try some different eye formation this time. Walker lead block gives. I think that time was Bone. I could be wrong, but uh, again. Not that was number six Gake up the middle on the lead play, and again the lead blocker was stuffed. Uh, Gakey had nowhere to go. Gain of one yard brings up third and seven on the thirty-three. Knox searching for an answer. Yes, they are. I mean that's you. Trying different looks, little different play act or play with the, the high formation. Uh, going back to traditional. Split right, motion right. Now we got two receivers out to the right side for Knox. Vasquez under center. He's looking to throw the ball. Roll out to the right. Vasquez looking. He's got a man. He's out of bounds. But he is out of bounds. He had his man. Number two, Pierce, wide open. Overthrew him, out of bounds. Made the catch, but it's going to be no good. Brings up fourth and seven. It looked like the inside split out. Could have been wide open. Safety was in the center of the field. All they had was corner on number yeah. one out here. That's what I was seeing with that wing. Also being a yeah. possible third vertical threat. They, they they had the opportunity to make a first down on that one. They held two receivers, I think, that could have made that. Laid out for Knox. Hunting ball. Uh, he's standing on his own 18-yard line. Mama's looking to come get it again. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. oh my. A fake around the right side for a mistake. I don't know which one. But it's, it's not going to matter. Devin Baker, nobody fooled, sniffed it out. Uh, turnover on down. Scott, are going to pick up the ball on the Knox 31. Well, sometimes a good rush will force mistakes like that. That's one of those you look really good or really bad. Yeah. They're on both ends of that one. Well, Scott's looking to put up another touchdown here in the fourth quarter. There's 419 remaining. Scott's up 14 to nothing. Spread formation, single back. Boyer looking down the field. 
screen off to the left side. Oh, nice jump at that time. Oh, fumble. Danger. Danger. Rolls out of bounds. Got a break on that one. Lawrence with a short little screen pass to the left. Makes a nice jump cut. And got that ball yanked out, but luckily it yanked out and rolled out of bounds for him. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a one-yard game. Took a fortuitous roll or bounce. Yes. Those two points on the ball, they bounced, but oh, boy. Second and nine for the Scots. Ball on the 30-yard line. Spreads out. No, one foot to the left, two foot to the right. Boyer takes the ball. He's looking down to the right side. He's got a man wide open. And hang on or fumble. Nope. Incomplete. And the officials are saying that pass is incomplete. Incomplete. Nate Thornton, wide open. Referee saying he was bobbling it and never got complete and full. So it's going to bring up third and nine. Very fortunate for Motley. Well, I, I, it, it, he caught the ball right behind his post, and so I couldn't see if he I ever could, had it or not. It looked like he was bobbling full time, but the hometown faithful certainly not happy with that. No, goal. no. Two splits to the right, one left. Boyer again looking downfield, scanning, looking down the middle, seeing his target. This time caught that time by number 12. Thornton definitely had that one. Think maybe he's getting a little skippy out there. Uh, you yeah. know, a little pushing shove on the pile. You know, they stood Thornton up. I'm sure they're trying to get that ball ripped out of there. And you had a few extra red shirts show up, and a few more yellow shirts show up. And yeah, you got so farty. You do. You do. Lawrence was solo back by Boyer. Two receivers left, one right. Oh, got a change of play here. Signaling in a different offensive play. Boyer's got the play. They're going to run it right up the middle that time. Lawrence, right through the right side. Oh, Bowles is way down, almost for first down. It's close. He just kept those legs churning and kept driving for more yards. And like I said, he's going to be real close to that first down. Might be a yard short. Uh, yeah, it looks like about a yard short. Ball spotted on the three-yard line. I'd be surprised if Florence doesn't have another shot. Mm-hmm. Motion left to the Scots. Oh. To Thornton. Oh, beautiful play. Pass. Swing pass. Thornton in motion. Two receivers on the left side come out blocking past the Thornton behind them for the touchdown. That's just his first touchdown pass of the game. Is that correct, Boyer? Yep. Well, according to what I've seen here, that moves him in the eighth all-time career. Impressive. Impressive. I mean, the guy you know, comes in as the leading receiver with, with, well, right now he's probably at 900 yards. I would guess. I'm talking about Boyer. Oh, Boyer? Yeah. But that moved into four. Tied for four. Two minutes left in the first quarter. Scott's 21. Knox zero. Be back after this message. 
Welcome back, folks, to WRAMCL. The Scots with their 21 basket lead with two minutes remaining in the first quarter. Self to kick off. Good foot in that ball. Taking it to five by now. We're going to try a middle return this time. Break around the left side. There is no room there. And the ball is fumbled. Waiting for the officials to dig through a pile of yellow and red. And Scott's ball on the 23-yard line of Knox College. Okay, what do you think? Come out, can't throw the ball or go for the shot? I, you know what, right now everything's working. I, I think you, you can pick whatever you want that, that is your, your poison of choice. That it, right, right now, not to disagree. Uh, right. Turnover. Let's go for the shot. Let's, I, I, up. I think with, with Thornton, you know, right now the way to him and nobody's, nobody's coming. I think you want to, if you're taking your shot, you're going to Thornton and, you, and that, that's the most surefire way of getting that quick hit. Mm-hmm. Two split to the right, one left. Boyer, motion to the right side, going to give a quick pitch. Find right, right corner, and there oh. is no room. <laughs> Absolutely no room for number four. I could not tell who that safety was, but he was flying up there with his hair on fire. Wow, what an open field tag. Number two, maybe? Looks like Ballman. They had Berger in motion, gave him a quick pitch, tried to get around the right end, and nothing doing. Solid, the first ball, solid contained. Yes, yes, so, was. Nowhere to go. But, yeah, that, that's the play right there. Scott, second to left. Boyer looking to the left side, takes left, screen, screen to the right side this time. Number 20, he's going to break it into the three-yard line, bone that time, screen past the bone, beautifully executed play. I love the big boys getting out in front. I couldn't tell what. It, was that 58? 59? I thought, yeah, was that Jimco? It may have been just absolutely buried that call for DB. Jimco and Connor. And Jimco, he's like Jimco. Uh, a lot of speed behind that big body. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what you want, like, the offensive line. Trust me. Being a former DB, you don't want to take my Warrior comes in to Lawrence, and he's in for the Scott touchdown. The Scott's right now have absolutely nothing slowing down that offense. Looking really good today. But you, you, you know, we were talking off the air. You know, the, the thing is, you know, can the Scots afford to even put in many subs this game? Right, I mean, they got guys. Knowing you got to win all four quarters, yeah, you got to put keep your foot on the gas because they literally every individual quarter. So, extra point, good. Forty seconds remaining in the first quarter. Scott's twenty-eight, Prairie Fire zero. We'll be back after this. Good afternoon, gentlemen. We're here at Knox College. South to kick off. Scott's with the twenty-eight-zero lead. Putting one down to the 10-yard line. Going to try the right side. He's cut back a little good coverage. He saw a red wave coming, and he just wanted to get down and take a knee. Yep. Not that, I, not that I entirely blame him. They were flying down. 99, Anthony 
Sakakas coming down on that play. And, uh, yeah, nowhere to run. Nowhere to run. You know, the Scots coverage, the first two kickoffs, I was kind of questioning how that was going to be giving up some big yards. But uh, they, they really cleaned it up and have taken away the running lane. Oh, absolutely. In 99, you're talking 6'3", 220. Preston, that's a big boy coming down at you. Knox going to try to dive up the middle. Williams returning to the game, I see. We got a late flag. So we got a couple developments. Knox on the first down, trying the million. Williams back in at quarterback. He doesn't look to be limping when he's walking, but we haven't seen him try to run yet. Shot block. Illegal shot block. That's going to move the ball halfway back from the 19 to the 9.5-yard line. Still first down for the Prairie Fire. I'm interested with this. Williams back in there, you know he's hampered with that ankle or knee, whatever it is, that lower leg injury. Yeah. He not, definitely can't be at the running threat that he was before. I mean, he's walking okay, but again, I, I, I'm waiting to see him actually keep the ball and, and see if he can turn on the Jets. Right. It looks like they're going to take it to the quarter. And that is going to end our first quarter, ladies and gentlemen. It is 28-0, Scott's lead, commanding right now. We're going to go to a uh, quick break. We'll be back to sum up the first quarter. Welcome to WRAM Mount College Scout Football. We have a illegal block putting the Knox College on first and 19 at the 9.5. We're going to try that dive up the middle with Walker again, and there is no room up the middle. None. Uh, and they're glued all over uh, Williams, too. I think that was... Uh... It was Personette, who I have been anxious to see him play um, here. You know, if kids just have players, just, that just does not stop. Uh, right now, it's in my mama college. They're, they're defensive line. So those big boys up front, they're, they're just doing the job. Mm-hmm. They, are, they have been nothing but solid. Brent, Personette, uh, Baltus, I mean, they, they are controlling that line of scrimmage. Not. Passing formation, two left, one foot to the right. Williams looking down the field on his right side. He's got his band at the 20-yard line. He's tackled by number three. Who is that? Spinks. Spinks with the tackle, but that's a gain of 10 yards. Brings up a third down and eight. Uh, good fishing catch. Just to have a blue receiver ran kind of a 10-yard hook. Hit it right there. Scott's rally to make that. I'm sure. I think that was Pierce, but I couldn't see his number. Uh, again, two split to the left, one split to the right. Williams looking to air it out. Well, under pressure. A lot of pressure. Forced to run the ball. He's dropped three yards short of the first down, being up fourth and three. It's always good to get a team to one-dimensional what they don't normally do. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The run game has been pretty much squashed other than a couple of those first plays. And, and, yeah, and, and a nice job by, uh, was that 
Is that Sainter or Tomasi? That uh, somebody somebody's there staying with Williams. Yeah. Obviously, his his strength when that walking broke down, and, and he had some room to take off and run that ball. Knock college rugby style kick off to the right side. Going to get a big bounce on this one. Picked up on the thirty-two yard line. Oh, he's got a hole up the middle. He's at the forty. He's at the thirty-five, thirty, twenty-five, twenty. 10-yard line, and touchdown. Number 14, Nick Harris. Took it off the bounce right up the center of the field. Put the first two defenders and just made made guys with Oh, uh, again, I, I don't think he made that two. No. Literally took it straight up the middle, broke a little off the left side there at the end. Scott with another touchdown, and again, that gives them another quarter with the lead. Yes, it does. That first quarter, build on the second quarter. We do have some people that are uh, going to try and keep track of that Lake Forest-Chicago game, folks. When we know what's going on there, we will give you an update. Zelt with another extra point. That makes it 35-0, Mom and Scott, with 12-33 remaining in the second quarter. We'll, we'll come back after this message. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Again, we are here at the Knox Bowl. Scott's with a commanding 35 nothing lead, and right now uh, the big boys up front for both offense and defense really doing a nice job. Absolutely. It's Knox tries to run the ball. They run into a red wall. Offensively, making some holes, giving uh, Boyer some protection time to get the ball thrown. And he's had nothing but time. Oh, yeah. He's got nothing but time. Knox now going to start uh, trying to get their offense going. They, you know, they, they had a good starting set that came up short. And since then, uh, the, 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 the Mama defense just has Knox stymied. Ball on the Knox 27-yard line, first and 10, 12-27 to go in the second quarter. Again, Williams was hurt early on, back out on the field under center. I'm sure they're looking to get that option started. Option to the right this time, give up the middle. Oh, no, I was faked out. Williams kept the ball. Uh, He's definitely not moving 100%. Definitely not moving 100%. No, they were quick, quick flow. Whoever was, you know, they, they can't go back to the assignment football. That guy's on the fullback, yeah. guy's on the quarterback. He, he, he just didn't have the same look to him. No. The, the, the speed was not there. When he pulled that ball, I, I which I actually thought he gave it, he faked me out on that one. But he, he did not attack like he had earlier on. Second 12, motion right for not reverse. Looking to get the fools. One man to beat, and he's not going to get it done. Number nine, Jalen Williams, mom of college, stayed home exactly like they're supposed to against that reverse. And Graham had the up, had kind of a chance in the backfield, number five. But that was a nice job staying home. And and a great open field tackle. Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, we have a loss of two on that play. Ball's going to be on the 23-yard line. Third down and 14 for Knox. Yep. 
flip to the right, one to the left. Knox looking to air the ball out. Liam looking down the left side. Dumps it off, but incomplete. Bringing up fourth down. He almost looked a little rattled just to get rid of the ball. He threw it to the dirt right in front of the, the uh, tailback. Oh, uh, you know, the kids, the, you got to get impressed. Kids got it out. Oh, absolutely. You know, he's definitely got a wheel. And, and the thing is, you know, it's his left leg. So every time right. you, you know your plant pushed off the right, but you're transferring that weight onto that left and trying to throw. Mm-hmm. Knock the punt. Standing on his own eight yard line. And end over ender bouncing down the middle, bouncing down the middle, still bouncing down the middle. Touchdown on the Mammoth thirty six yard line. Mammoth College be taking over, first and in. And you were showing me the score that Chicago is not winning. No, it did not look appear to be. Looks like it's uh, in the second quarter. Lake Forest must be up thirteen to nothing. By God needs Chicago to lead for one quarter or outscore Lake Forest in any one quarter. Yes. In order to make the playoffs. Spread formation for the Scots. Boyer looking down the field, surveying, looking left, going down the right. He's got his man, number 20. Dylan Bone, H-back, with a 20-yard reception. And he was wide open. Yeah, they're wide open right down the hatch. The, the Scots are having their way with them right now. Scots, bunch formation off to the left side. They're looking for the wide receiver screen this time. They've got the man, number 10. Tackled at the 37-yard line. Gain of five, maybe six on the play. That's a nice little catch and spin by your ass. Nice blocking by the two boys up front, Yes, too. absolutely. Can't do that. Do anything without them. Scott's looking to roll out to the right. He's got several options to throw to and misses his man. Well, I thought your ass was he's wide open. I'm not sure what happened to Boyer on that yeah, one. Yeah, almost the ball. I'm yeah. Uncharacteristic. Yeah. That, that, that's unusual for him to, to miss a guy in that in that wide open of a position. Scott's third down, fourth down. Third and fourth. Third and four to go. Boyer, again, looking to his left side. Now to back to his right. Oh, your ass. Hit him in the hand. Couldn't come up with the catch. And, again, we talked about earlier, a little bit of trouble with the cold weather. That ball is like a rock at times. And the longer you're out here, the colder your hands get, the harder your hands get, the harder the ball gets. Scott's going to go for it on fourth down. H-back moving from the left to the right. Looks like Knox might be bringing some heat. Maybe looking for Scott's a hard count. Scott's to the right. Oh, they got to be trying to get them off sides. Still trying to make the motion happen. They're going to run the play up the middle. Lawrence, and he, he's not going to make it. 56 on the tackle. That's what I'm looking for. John Sarich. John Sarich with the stop turnover on downs. First time all day. 
Yeah, this is the first time. Well, it is. Been stopped too this afternoon. But very good. It's unsurprising. Eric has a eight sacks. He's oh yeah, eight sacks. That's, that's a heck of a number. Eight sacks in the season. You're doing some serious business. Yes, you are. Knox taking over. Best field position they've had since the opening of the game. They're on their 38-yard line. Williams still out there trying to make things happen. And we have a timeout. We have a timeout by the Scots, so we will also take a timeout. We'll be back after this. Welcome back, folks, to Palmas Fighting Scott Football on WRAM. Scott's first time all day, stops short of the first down, turnover on down, knocks with the ball, first play, a gain of four, bringing up second and six on their own 42-yard line. Yeah, just trying to hammer the heads with their fullback. And some positive yards. And I think they have quick hitters, you know, in the option. It works. And when you've got those big boys like Mama College that are giving you problems, that's good to take it trying to loosen things up. Yeah, because the, the slow development to the outside, I think Mama just has too much speed yeah. to it. Yes. Williams, I think, with a little bit of a counter, he breaks off the right side. He's going to gain five yards. He's going to be short of the first by two yards. I, I think that was a design play. It almost looked like an oops. It, it kind of looked like the play he got hurt on. Yeah. Yeah. The flow went away, and he came back away. It, oh, it almost looks like here. almost looks like a little bit of a quarterback counter. Yeah. Where everything starts to the left, and he takes a step back and then cuts it off to the right side. Nice play. Third down and two. Is it, it's the best two offensive plays back-to-back they've had since the opening series. Mm-hmm. Under center. Got his two wings, single back, double tight end, motion left. We're going to give it to the big boy at the middle, and that is a knocked first down. Walker. And we haven't heard that since first series. First series, yeah. Uh, again, choice and wife, you got to give him credit. Played a lot of football down on the south end of the, yeah. of the field that first yeah. quarter. 7.48 to go in the second quarter. Scott's up 35-0. First and 10, knocks on their own 49-yard line. Williams under center. Motion left. Give to the fullback again. Dive up the middle for four yards. Just a steady dose of the fullback, three, four yards at a time. Uh, hang on, that's not Walker. That's Clark. Jason Clark out of Rova in there at the fullback position right now. <clears throat> hey, the best way to stop an offense and not let him on the field, that's, you know, knock, knock the ticket to success. It's going to be staying on the field three, four yards to five deaths. Yeah, and with, with uh, Williams injured or hobbled, they've yeah. got to get something established with that yeah. fullback. They get three to four yards at a time. Absolutely. They kill the clock. It keeps the ball moving. Second down, Williams keeps it nice, pull. He's got to run around the right side for another first down. Looks like a gain of about 12 yards. That fullback, I think it was at 23, Anderson maybe, came out of his stance, slipped on the turf, and he got hit pretty good. He was a little slow to get up. I'd say Williams is just slick. He, he, he Got a very smooth motion to him. The fakes look really good. Tough to figure out who the heck has that ball. 
But that keeper was supposed to be the perfect choice on that one. After that last carry, maybe he's not so injured. Yeah, yeah. That looks like he still has some speed to him. Yes. First down for Knox. They're going to give it to No, Williams keeps it again. Fake the dive, breaks it off, tackle on the left side for a five-yard game, bringing up second and five on Mama's 32-yard line. And again, Knox showing signs of life as the snow starts to fly here in Galesburg, Illinois. It is coming down a little bit. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, it's not as bad as 91. I, I, was, I was just going to say the same not thing. Even not even close. As well. Knox, second down and five. They got two split left, one to the right. Most to the right side. Williams keeps the ball off the right side. Boom. Nothing doing. Swallowed up. Kevin Baker this time kept his responsibility on the quarterback. Stopped for a no game. And that's a large ball his body falling on Williams, but yeah, he popped right back up. And person that was right there with him. Coach Haynes. Man, myth, and mama legend. How are you, sir? We don't mention the fact that he coached in you and I played. He's old. <laughs> we got third and five. We got one split to the left, wing left. Power formation looks like, and they're going to, oh, missed tackle in the backfield. Williams, who was that, 46? Personette. Corbin Personette. I mean, brought it and brought it in a hurry. Impressive Williams could get out of the way of that one. Oh, yeah. I, I thought he was going to lose the yard. He actually changed the game yard. Still, brings up a fourth and four ball on the 31-yard line. He, he may have just... Avoid getting that now. Again, that that was somebody was selling out on that one. Yeah. Either either he was you know on a design play call or he had a heck of a read, one or the other. What? Fourth and four. Now the snow is really good. up. This is looking like a little bit of winter. Williams looks to his right, pass incomplete. Hooking up. Now Pierce had it. Hit him in the hand. Dropped. And, of course, again, four minutes left in the, in the half. You, you've got some cold fingers going on. Mama's going to take over first and ten. Yeah, the home 31. That pass broken up by Nick Harris, number 14. Nice little play. Again, going back to being disciplined. Your job is not to go tackle yeah. the fullback. Exactly. You, you cover your, your receiver. Do your job. Mama's back on the field. Got a receiver split, one left, one or two right. Boyer surveying the defense. Takes the snap, gives up the middle. Got a new running back. I'm going to have to find a number. Seven-yard gain on the play. Now I'm looking. I think it's better. Is that eight? Oh, number eight. Got to find me a number eight. Carson Wallace. But that's a defensive player. Marcus Albers. Thank you, Coach Haynes. Man, that's a legend again and also knows all the stuff. Warrior <laughs> going for the home run. Thornton got it. Calling the 15 to 5 and touchdown. Your ass. Was that your ass? That was. Jake, your ass. Wow, what a hookup. 
that was a nice adjustment Jake made. Uh, and, and, you know, pitch and catch, what we got here, 10, 20, 30, 40. That's a 50, 60-yard throw right there. On the numbers. In on the numbers. Throwing north into a northwest wind. Uh, and the snow coming down. Impressive. Impressive. Scott scoring again with 318 to go in the first half. Boyer to your ass. Velk with the extra point kick is good. Barely. It was a low one. 318 to go in the second or the first half. We have a 42-0 Scotts lead. We'll be back after this message. Welcome back to WRAN Bombas Fighting Scots Football. Boyer to your ass hooking up on a 68-yard touchdown play. Zelt kicking off. Returns from the 15, trying to come up that right side. He's got a hole. He's going to break the 35-yard line. Tackle again by our freshman, number 99, Anthony Sakakis. Knox going to take over. First and 10 on their own 35-yard line. 3-12 remaining in the first half. Knox shows some signs of life last time they had fall back. Yeah, again, it comes back to... Get that pullback established. Pound, pound, stay ahead of the stick, get three yards, get four yards, don't get greedy. And when they start glassing on him, Williams pulls it. And as we see, he, he, he's not, not feeling as bad as he was in the first quarter. Williams under center. Have our two wings set again. Looking to keep the ball around the right side and by number 54. I have a 54. Four. Is that Kobe McMillan? Yes, Kobe McMillan. Spring Hill, Florida. I was going to say, you wonder why he left. 246 remaining in the first half. Second down and nine. Knox has the ball on their own 36-yard line. As we watch a wintry snow blowing sideways across our front. It almost looks like it's coming straight out of the snow. Williams back to pass. He's looking down the right side. He's got a receiver, but he is out of bounds. And he was getting hit as he threw it by, I think that was 91. Nick Serrano, another Florida. Off of the radio station, blocking my sheet. I couldn't figure the name out on that one. <laughs> I, mean, like I have nothing better to do but to uh, make to have first there. From Miami. Really? Another one. Wondering what in the world are we, are we doing here? We have a third down and nine. Uh, Knox on their own 36. Prairie Fire trying to get something started offensively. Williams rolls around to the left side. Oh, he's Thank got he, a lot of pressure. That's 99. 99. Anthony Sadakis having himself a game, not only on special teams, but on a defensive sack. Big sack. I you know they tried to play action to, to take him out. And he was having nothing of it. No, no. Dropped it for a loss of, what, about 18 or an 8-yard loss? Uh, eight, nine, nine yards. Yeah. 
Uh, brings up fourth down and 18. Ball's on the back 27-yard line. 2.09 to go in the second quarter. Scott's up 42-0. We're just mentioning still not full of 91. No. With a nice chalky surface underneath. We're just thinking how the uh, head threads let us know we could wear shirts halfway here. Because <laughs> everybody back sleep. <laughs> yeah. Rugby style kick off to the right side. Oh, he's got to get a good bounce on that one. Picked up on the 35-yard line, short three-yard return. Scott's going to have the ball on their 41-yard line, first and 10 with a minute 59 to go in the half. And one timeout. I, you know, the way the passing game's been working, I, two minutes isn't even the issue. No. I, they're, they're really, really solid protection. The guys up front, uh, McMillan and, and Schroeder and Brown and Shimko and Connor, you, you can't say enough the, the job they're doing today. No, there's there's really nobody close to Boyer. No, they're giving him all kinds of time. Not to mention the, run, the, yeah, the running lanes are created. Yes. Scott, spread formation, first and ten. Boyer dropping back to pass, looking down the middle of the field, and overthrows his receiver. Just a little high. Looking for Thornton that time. Overthrows him, stops the clock with a minute 52, brings up second and ten. Yeah, he had a nice pocket there, the boys up front, giving him all kinds of time. It's one of those we're going back to our, our definitely passing formation. There's no, no maybes. They're looking for points on the board here. Mm-hmm. Spreading out again, two left, two right. Boyer looking over the situation. Looking down the middle of the field, he has a skinny post. Your as again with a big catch. Nice. That is a 23-yard reception right there by your ass. Way to go up and get that ball. Double teams as well. He had two guys on him. Yeah. Had a safety over the top. Looked like corner underneath. Ball well placed. A little high. A little high. Your ass had to make a play on that. Well done. First down. Ball on the Knox 35-yard line. Minute 30 left in the game. Boyer back to pass. Heat coming up the middle. All perfectly played. Dumps it down to the running back. Uh, number eight. Who's that man? Oh, that was... Yeah. I don't know, but he made a heck of a play. They slipped off the young, picked up the linebacker blitz, linebacker blitz, slipped off Marcus Albers. Albers. Boyer back to pass again. Screen play to Albers off the right side. Good blocking up front. Albers got a chance. Five. Oh. Slips at the five-yard line. Screen pass to Albers that time off to the right. Great blocking by the boys again. Uh, that looked like uh, Shimko and Connor, big boys out there. And uh, who's a wide receiver? Obsink. Really nice blocking for that screenplay. First and goal, ball on the five. We have trips left for the Scott. Single receiver right. Your ass to the right. Won't be surprised if they look that direction. And Boyer is looking right at him. Back, back shoulder, touchdown. 
Way to go up and get the ball. I saw way too much of that of him when he was down in Farmington. Oh, I'll bet you did. And again, ice wave. Get the trip, get everybody off the left side. Man coverage, one-on-one, back shoulder. Beautiful pass by Boyer. He got a 6'3 target. He's going to go up after the ball. Yeah, and he does go after. Zelt mm-hmm. for the extra point. Kick is good. 29 seconds still on the half. Scott's 49. Prairie Fire 0. We'll be back after this. Welcome back to a chilly football day here at the Knox Bowl. Scott's up 49-0, 29 seconds to go in the second quarter. And right now we still have a score for Lake Forest 13, Chicago 0. That is at the half. And that is a halftime score. Scott's need, of course, a break or two to come their way. Unfortunately, that had Lake Forest winning the first 6 to nothing and second quarter 7 to nothing. Zelke's kickoff, take him back to the 40-yard line. 23 seconds through many where Knox will take over. I would be surprised if they tried to do much with this. Yeah, you got to think, let's take a knee, get into the locker room, regroup a little bit, but went well. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, the problem is with their option, there are, you know, you're limited to what kind of adjustments you can really make. Yeah, hey, absolutely. I mean, it just comes back to that last drive of theirs. Chunks, yeah. little chunks. Yeah. Three and four yards. Yeah. Be patient. And it's a gift that's blown up, blown up in the backfield. Personette with a heck of a deck for loss. <laughs> oh. Personette absolutely destroys that play. It's there before the ball. I was going to say, he just about takes the handoff, and I'm pretty certain, yeah, that's going to take us into our halftime with a score of Scott's 49, Prairie Fire 0. We'll be back after this. And welcome back to the 133rd Bronze Turkey Game. We are at Nosher Bowl at uh, Knox College on the campus of Knox College in Galesburg, Illinois. Monmouth College leading the fighting Scott fleet 49-0 at the halftime. I'm joined with Athletic Director Roger Haynes. How you doing, it's a little bit chilly, but it's better in the press box than outside for sure. Yeah, definitely. Also with us from the administration team as well as Dwayne Bonifer from the communications department. Hi, Dwayne. It's great, isn't it? Great football weather. Let's play too. <laughs> the Bernie Banks would say for baseball. Huh? Well, we do know that uh, right now it's still 13 to nothing. Lake Forest leading uh, Chicago, and we really needed that to be a different outcome. Right. But uh, Roger, go ahead and set the stage for us what we need to have happen today to make playoffs. Uh, we're tied. 24 to 24 quarters led with Lake Forest throughout the season. Unfortunately, in the three-way tie, Lake Forest beat us directly. So if they can maintain that lead throughout the course of the game, uh, they're going to receive the NCAA berth. We need them to Chicago to come from behind and uh, pull a third and get ahead a couple quarters there. It looks like we're going to be able to hold this lead, I think. So we need some help from Chicago. Yeah, we're up 49 to nothing. You have to be very impressed. This is a very important game. Sometimes you can go either way. Based on the fact that it's a rivalry game, 133rd, but Palmer College doing what they do best and holding strong today. We've traditionally had some slow starts. You start out at home in your own bed and jump in at the short drive. Kids don't always get quite as focused, but it didn't take too long to get organized today. It's, they've done a nice job. Yes, they absolutely have. 
And uh, talk a little bit about the athletic department period. We have something that's really important to Monmouth College is our academics and our athletics. And the fighting Scott, we tend to have a large number, over 50% of students, who are also uh, high academic scholars. Yep, I uh, really have made great gains in terms of uh, how many academic all-conference kids we have each year. That's grown quadrupled in about the past 10 years. So um, that big 3.0 or higher uh, cumulative GPA, so that's not messing around. And kids have taken that very seriously. And we've had a number of individuals and teams that have made academic all-conference or academic all-American, rather, uh, in their selective sports. And pretty much on average, that takes about 3.30 for the team. So. A lot of bright kids playing sports at Moms right now. And a lot of local kids, too. These guys have been naming off names that they post against uh, themselves, whether it be in junior high or at high school level. That's too small for the college. Yeah, uh, good academic programs and good athletic facilities and successful teams are going to draw some of the local kids, and I'm sure many of them came to some games at some point in time or on campus for a track meet or something else that uh, got their first introduction to the college. And, you know, that's important, too, in a, in a local area. For instance, the eight-man championship football game will be placed at Bama College where we have the lights, and that's on a Friday night. We're hoping pulling for the West Central Heat up the road. Yeah, West Central definitely been playing well this year. Uh, be interesting to have a uh, team from locally. They've been coming from up uh, around the I-80 area in the years that we've hosted previously, but I hope we don't get the snow that we got a couple of years ago. Had four or five inches during one of those games, so we can hold that off next week, and maybe Dwayne likes that, apparently. So. Love it. Love it. Feels like football. It does feel like football. Dwayne, you guys had a successful Veterans Day program yesterday in honor of our servicemen and women. That was great. It was such a wonderful job. And what made it great, and that was the fact that the Stockdale fellows were behind it. They were the folks who organized it, coordinated it. They they ran it. Grace Simpson was sort of the leader of the Stockdale fellows. She hosted it and did a, a marvelous job. Uh, and John Eckstein was there with the Fighting Scots marching band playing from the third floor of the Center for Science and Business. That sounded great. Uh, uh, Clarence Wyatt, who's of course president of Monmouth College, gave a great talk about the meaning of veterans, what we can learn from them. And as a lot of folks know, uh, President Wyatt's a scholar on the Vietnam War, so he has a little authority there when it comes to speaking about on Veterans Day. Goose District's a great event. And then two nights earlier, we had the world premiere, basically, of the film uh, Passing on Wisdom, which... It was funny because last night I was on uh, watching PBS, and it was on PBS last night, the same film that, that we had the world premiere on Wednesday night at the Dalt Chapel and Auditorium, and that was a wonderful film about how the, what the Vietnam veteran prisoner of war went through and comparing and contrasting it to the struggles that the midshipmen had during COVID in terms of what you can learn from isolation and uh, depending on one another and working with one another. It was great. And, of course, Monmouth alum, Vice Admiral James Stockdale was part of the centerpiece of that. He was the highest-ranking military officer in the Vietnam War to be held captive in Vietnam. Okay. Good update. Thank you, Dwayne. And we're also talking with uh, Roger Haynes, athletic director. Uh, Coach Haynes, I want to ask you about this rivalry and, and uh, 133 years of this particular game, the bronze, uh, the Turkey Bowl, uh, used to put on Thanksgiving for 133rd outing to uh, Mama Knox. But also, it's more than that in the other uh, athletic departments as well, other other uh, programs. I remember doing it, you know, in basketball. It meant something in basketball. Tell me about this rivalry. It brings out the best of both groups. Uh, a couple of years ago in baseball, we needed to, to win some games to get into the conference tournament. It had rained 
really hard all week long, but Jamie Isaacson and his crew got us together to play over here, and uh, he pretty well kept the umpires to keep going. Unfortunately, it didn't work out for us, but uh, he, I thanked him, and he just said, this is this is the way it needs to be done. It's got to be done on the field. And uh, Underdogs come from behind sometimes, and uh, it's, it's just a great experience for kids on both sides. I think the anticipation and what goes on during the game, they'll remember for a lifetime for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And Dwayne, rivalries, that's what makes sports, college sports fantastic. Sure it does. A uh, good friend of mine is a historian of college athletics, John Thielen, and he has a great book called Change College's Play. And John and I have talked over the years about what makes college sports feel different from professional sports. And sure, there are great professional sports rivalries, but when you think about it, they're kind of few and far in between. There aren't many professional sports rivalries when you compare them on the college level. And we've used examples of Lafayette and Lehigh and Harvard and Yale and Monmouth and Knox. And that just, I think, is one of the neat things about American higher education and other rivalries between the, the colleges. Some specific to a reason like this, but that it's, it's what I think gives it meaning and makes college sports a lot of fun and why kids want to play in college yeah you know and what was so nice about division three so things is you would come here to play for the love of the game and for the teamwork and to be a part of the the college you know uh, atmosphere itself have you guys thought about this nil from a d3 level we don't do scholarships but is the nil something that could happen at the d3 level at a collective type of, of look yeah it's capable of happening it's it, takes pretty large, I guess it doesn't have to take huge funds, but it would take someone, I know there's a guy at the University of Illinois that's kind of spearheading the NAL for all the programs, helping collect money and do those things. Uh, I hope it does get into Division three sports. I really, the NAL concerns me at the Division one level. I worry how long the NCAA might make it with all the money and the CBS with the basketball tournament and all the money that there is in the uh, football tournament with it expanding. Right. More teams equals more money. That concerns me. Yeah, it definitely does. Uh, it also, when you look at a guy like Arch Manning, who's already a millionaire, he hasn't even thrown the ball, you know, for Texas yet. It's like, whoa, wow, that's amazing. It just changes the game. At some point, it's, it's going to have to simmer down a little bit, I think. Uh, people either will get more interested or less interested in giving those kind of funds to the university, and it seems like a lot of the big schools don't ever run out of those dollars, so... Uh, somebody's going to have to get control at some point, I think. But the nice thing is at this level, at this D3 level, we have fighting Scots who want to be fighting Scots, no pay needed. That's for sure. I'm sure they were all anxious this morning, and uh, let's hope they continue to do well the second half and behave themselves when they get back to campus tonight. Yeah. We need them to do that, too. Speaking of campus, I don't know, Dwayne, if you've heard some of the stories over the years, but on the way here I, I learned about a turkey being let loose in the in the Monmouth Commonwealth College campus and all kinds of different uh, fun things happened in the past with these two teams over this last 133 years. Oh, I've heard a few. You know, my wife Christine is a 1990 Monmouth alumna, and she's told some stories about the Monmouth Knox years when she when she was there and her friend Brett at the college. So, uh, yeah, there's been a few things happening. And uh, when the shaman's listening out there, he was involved in the certain prank that I won't mention right now. <laughs> But, uh, you know, there have been some good, good ones over the years. Yeah, Wendell Shaman, a Golden Scott, and also a member of our Ag Roundtable team. I'm going to find out what that story is on the next roundtable. I'll choose him to decide whether to tell that story or not. Coach James, any stories you can share? I remember leaving the field here in the middle 80s after an exciting game, and there was a Monmouth fan, that uh, student, don't recall who, but he had a full-size turkey on a leash on a rope running it down the 
middle of the field. So uh, lots of crazy things happen for sure. <laughs> Gentlemen, uh, thank you so much. Excuse uh, for the ball game. Anything else you want people to know about fighting sex football today? I think our coaches had them well prepared for the game. Trip lots and something we don't see much anymore. Brad and I used to see a lot of that, but we don't see much of that anymore. I hope you get to play hard and a bunch of guys get to play. Well, appreciate you coming up today and being a part of this program. Dwayne, anything else from you, sir? Well, yeah, I'd like to mention two great things that are coming up. We have next Friday through Sunday at Wells Theater, uh, Play Proof is going to be produced by the five students who are in the directing class at Mama College. Proof is one of the few plays that won both the Tony Award for Best Play and a Pulitzer Prize. It's a great four-character play, highly recommended. Doug Rankin, Mama's own, is going to play one of the roles in there, so I recommend that. Make sure you see it on Friday or Saturday, because Sunday afternoon at 3 o'clock, we're going to have a, a concert at Elvin Dahl Chapman Auditorium by the students at uh, Mama's College. And what's cool is some of those students who will be in, involved with the play, to be involved with the concert on Sunday afternoon, are also involved in athletics as well. Nice. And that's one of the great things about teacher athletics. You can do all kinds of co-curricular activities at the same time. Yes, and you'll hear from Doug Franklin about this uh, upcoming performance of Proof on uh, Tuesday when he is on the year at 845 with us on WRAM, and uh, we'll, we'll talk more about that. Gentlemen, have a good second half. Stay warm. Let's that is Athletic Director Roger Haynes and also Dwayne Bonifer, Vice President of the Communications Department, 133rd Bronze Church Game, your Mama College Fighting Stop Please, 49 to nothing. We'll be back with the second half. Welcome back to Mama College Fighting Stop Football on WRAM. Uh, after that exciting halftime show, Coach Haynes, of course, star. Yeah, I, 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 when I, when I say man, that's the life of Coach Haynes, he's just one of the kind. With Solly, he's, he's a football coach back in our day. Yes, he you was. Know, along with track, of course, he's known for a, a absolutely phenomenal track coaching career at Obama oh. College, but he also did a nice job as a football coach back in the day as well. It was, I believe, what she were coached our first freshman in maybe sophomore year, then took over the defensive backs, yep. and eventually defensive coordinator. I'm yep. not mistaken. Did some special teams because he caught me long snapping. Got to practice for uh, three years before I ever had to actually do that. Some guy named Malinowski or something like that. Maybe you heard, you heard I, that. I, I think, yeah. <laughs> well, he's number 17. <laughs> the guy had a chance to uh, play for the Chicago Bears uh, tryout because of how good he could long snapball. Yeah, was it was, was a hurt where he... Uh, Practice a little bit against Chris Dorch. Yeah, is that right? Yeah, something about a uh, tiny what point nine seconds or something like that. It was just short of a second. So it's still fifteen yards. Anyway, folks, we're reminiscing. We'll talk football real quick. Has been a forty-nine zero lead by the Bison Scots. Uh, we have the issue with Lake Forest right now. Uh, they were ahead of Chicago for the Scots to make it into the playoffs. They need Lake Forest to lose. Or, or, or they have to have Chicago in any of the four quarters score more points than Lake Forest. Right now it's 13 nothing and a half. Uh, we'll try to keep you updated on that. We'll be starting out our ball game with the Scots receiving. They'll be uh, defending the north end zone. Wind's still blowing, still chilly. Temperature hasn't gotten any warmer. It's going to stay that way the rest of the day. <clears throat> but so far, 
you know, the, the throwing the throwing game of Miles has not been effective. No, not at all. Boyer's uh, been able to get a nice ball out there. Receiver's going up after it. Anything high, he's hit a few of them in stride. You know, you're at uh, that was a 50-yard pass on the hands. I mean, you're at success a little bit, but still. Yeah. 50 yards in this win, that, that is impressive. And think about it, he came from Blinai West, a yeah. wing yeah. team. Uh, we played against them. Uh, actually played against uh, Carter Boyer back in, uh, I think it was 2018. And, and we're started again. Here we go, second half football. Albert. Remember that name, number eight. Got to remember Albert. I got it written down. <laughs> With the return, he brings the ball up to the Mama 34-yard line where the stop will take a will start the second half, first and ten. You just got to think, you know, the, 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 you know, we talked about how you have to score every quarter. You wonder if you'll see a few subs. But you won't see any subs until they score in each quarter, right? Hey, sure. I would think it's almost got to keep the hammer yeah. down. Yeah, I mean, playoffs on the line. You really can't afford a sub, even with a 49-point lead. Yeah, the only thing you have control over is what you do. You don't have exactly. any control over what Chicago exactly. or Lake Forest does. Warriors, our stop throw the right side. Burton Burke breaks tackle. Breaks another tackle. Oh, shoestring slipped up. Thought he was going to the house. Just barely got him. Uh, oh, we got one down. Yeah, we got one of our big boys on the ground. That's one of our linemen. That's a center. Derek Brown out of Pekin. I mean, you can't afford to lose any linemen, but boy, that center position. That is a special breed. We'll hope that he's all right, folks. But Thornton on a really nice reception, broke a tackle, and again, just barely, barely got the tip of the shoe caught. Oh, never mind, folks, about the, the play. We just heard there's an illegal lineman downfield. I did not see the flag. They're bringing it all back. Uh, again, our center, Brown, is still on the ground. He's up on the knee. And he is going to walk off under his own power. That's Absolutely. Yeah, that's, that, that is definitely a good sign. And each step he takes, he's walking a little bit better. So hopefully it's just a little bit of a, a thing. Nothing serious for anybody. So the Scots are going to try first down again. This time, instead of first and 10, we have a first and 15 ball spotted on the Mammoth 29-yard line. Trip formation, three left. Tied in on the right side for the Scots. Motion to the left. Boyer looking for the screen to the left. Albers, Albers with two blocking out front. 35, 38-yard line where he is tackled. And Allman with the tackle that time, nine-yard gain, brings up second and seven. Nice little swing pass out, out of Boyer out to the running back. We had trips out here, all locked on a man, good blocking downfield. Definitely. And that trip formation, they ran that, that swing pass, that screen out there several times. Boyer again looking to pass the ball. Down the right side, Ooh, wide open, wide open, overthrows him, though. Yeah, nice pocket by the offensive lineman. Uh, they they just you know just so solid up front. They they played really good football. And to think these last three plays we've had two center. I mean that's not something you just 
I'm usually to, and, and that's hanging sixty four. Sixty four. David Schnitzer. Yep. And it looks like we got a rookie on the right guard. I think four that's number fifty. Boyer. Oh. Boyer trying again to get that quick screen uh, swing pass out to Albers. Can't connect. It's going to be a turnover on downs. Is that 50 a freshman? Uh, James yes. Connor out of 220. Yes, right back. He was the starter. Holy cow. I guess I didn't realize the kid's a freshman. Ridiculous. 6'3, 270. That goes well for your offensive line the next four years, for the yes. next three years. Punt formation. Second time they've had punt all game. Ooh, low snap. Knox coming at it, doesn't get it. Ends over Ender. Ball bounces on the 29. Picked up on the 20. Oh, goodness. That 22 I think with a stick. I think it was 32. Was it 32? It was. McCabe looks. Out of Astoria. That was a spot. Oh. Returner tried to do a little cut back and tur- cut back right into a big pile driving hit. That's why you play the game. That's right. Right there. And speaking of James Conner, from what I understand, he's an outstanding young man, too. Is he? Is he? Nice to hear. Nice to hear. Knox going to try and get something started from their own 26-yard line. Motion to the right. Williams gives it up the middle and nothing there. Met immediately. Was it 91? It was number 91. Nick Serrano. Absolutely stuffed. Not absolutely stuffed. It's like a half-yard game bringing up second nine and a half. We've said the lines for both sides of the ball from all the college. You just can't give them enough credit. And that is, uh, I don't think we saw Serrano in the first half, did we? That could be one of those guys getting a little extra time in here. Knox, traditional, two-wing, single back. Williams looking at the right side with the pass. Good coverage on that side. Nothing there. Nothing there. And they brought Vasquez back in for the second half. Uh-oh. Is he back in? That doesn't bode well for Williams. That's too bad. Michael Lord. And Rockin' Spinks with the coverage that time. Glute. Yes. Glute. The the deep route was covered. Yeah, the flat route was covered. That's a good choice to throw that in the way. Two to the left, one split to the right for Knox. Vasquez under center. Showing a little pressure, possibly off the edge. A lot of pressure, and there's not going to be any time at all to make the pass. Vasquez brought down for no gain. That was Serrano again that made the tackle, but the pressure, number nine, I want to say. I think uh, number five, Graham. Was, it, was that Graham? Flex glass sometimes is tough to see. It looks like it could be still snowing out there. <laughs> so Doc's going to have to punt the ball from their own 28-yard line. Almost blocked again by Scott's high, high punt. Fair, cut, fair catch 
on the 43-44 yard line where the Scots will take over first and 10. It's a good thing that ball was punted so high. If they would have any lower trajectory, I think they would have had to be there. Could have. Could have. And after having one block, you have to have that at the back of your mind yeah. as, the, as the punter. Get it laid. Preston laid the punter and kicker for Knox. Scott's coming out, two split to the left, one to the right. Lawrence in the backfield with Boyer. Boyer going to give the ball to Lawrence off the right side, and he is met at the line of scrimmage. There is no room over there for Boyer. No gain on the ball. That was a pretty strong swarm of yellow there on the edge. Stop him. Who was that? Ah, Ian Rao. I marked his name because he is the lead tackler. I can see why. Yeah. He's the one that uh, brought that, that big hit up on that right side, too. Mm-hmm. Out there for the no game. That kick him for the ball. Uh, same formation this time by the Scots. Boyer looking down the middle of the field. Has Albers in the middle for a short reception. He's taken his way up, though. Turned that five-yard reception into a nine-yard reception. Yeah, he kept feet moving and picked himself up another four yards on that. Brings it to the one. I mean, that Albers, nice little uh, you know Swiss Army knife kind of player. Yeah, he had two passing on it. Yeah, yeah, he hasn't been running the ball, but he most certainly very effective as a pass catcher on the backfield. Two split left this time. Wing on the right side for the Scots. Wing motioning to the left. Albers with hand off up the middle for the first down off the left side. That was a nice little carry, nice little kick out trap. Well, he didn't mess around. No. He, he, he grabbed that ball and hit full speed the first two steps, and, and he, that's exactly what you want out of that. Yeah, I think if he doesn't trip up like that, who knows, he may still run it. Yeah, definitely. 10-44. Third quarter, Scott's up 49 to nothing. Two split to the right, one to the left. Albers in the backfield. Boyer looking down the field, looking to the right side. He all short and wide open, all nobody around him. Easy pitching catch, 17 yards, first down, Scott. And number four kind of ran a little bit of a, looked like a, a corner out, kind of cleared that zone, and, and Thornton came right into it. Yeah, well, they, they just haven't had answers to Scott's passing game in the yeah. series. No. I mean, Thornton and Uraz have been doing the damage, and they, they've had a lot of space to make plays. Uraz basically one-on-one. Out Give the right Albers up the left side. Five-yard game, bringing up second and five on the Knox 20. You were saying? Uh, just how Knox was lying that, that last play. Uraz basically, they've got him one-on-one out here, so I think they can go to him at any time they want. And it, <laughs> Just think it's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, it's, he's, he's had a heck of a day. Yeah. I mean, he's got to have 100 yards today. On the safety's kind of teed over this way a little bit more this time, but let's see. Boyer looking to the right side again. Thornton, same pattern all over again. Game this time by uh, 15 yards. Ball on the nine, first and goal. It's almost a little like a post with a little comeback to it. Yeah, it um, it, it, it looks almost like a, like a question mark. It's almost right. kind of a post 10. Something or another. I, it's, it's just wide open. They they don't they don't have an answer for Thornton right now. They have got to get that safety over the top. They're going to try and slow him down. Two split to the left, one right. First and goal. With five yards that time. Oh, absolutely no heat, and it's through Thornton's hands. 
I thought for sure that was six. Yeah, they, I can't tell what, who that DB, that corner is out there, six or five. Just disrupted a little bit of a field of vision just yeah. enough, I think, to, yeah. to throw off his concentration. Because he's used to pretty sure yeah. that that would have been six. Corey Vested has the only number close to that is Kendall Ballman, which is seven. Give this time up the left side by the Scots. Not much room there. Albert's trying the left side. He's going to get a couple of yards. All in with the tackle brings up a third goal from the eight-yard line. Palman came up and hit him right where he had to, knee high. I, I just I keep seeing your ass one-on-one. I, I'm waiting for the play to go that well. Never mind, because he's taking a timeout. Scott's taking a timeout. It's 49 nothing. 8.41 to go in the third quarter. We're going to take a break as well. We'll be back after this. Welcome back to Mama Fighting Scott Football on WRAM. Scott's third and goal, eight-yard line. Took a timeout to talk about it. Oh, no. It's not really helped it out. No, Steve. Wing back. Yep, 27. Wing back. Kimmerick is the wing back. There's looking for your ass. He's got one on one. Oh, oh, oh couldn't been, hang on. Almost an incredible catch. Oh, your ass literally tipped it up to himself. Was trying to keep a foot in bounds while he's falling and couldn't keep a handle on it. All one handed. Impressive try. Yes, impressive. Delk's going to come out. First time he's had a field goal opportunity, which uh, the way he's been kicking field goals, this is basically just a. A little bit of a longer uh, extra point, Tim. Yes, we're at what seven yeah. yard line. So. Well, kick is no good. Pulled it left. Pulled it left. Turnover on downs. Prairie Fire going to have the ball on their own eight yard line. Eight thirty one to go in the third quarter. Forty nine zero. Did a little bit of heat off the edge on that. Yes. Yes. I assume since we haven't seen William starting that he was probably done for the day. I would guess a uh, 14. Uh, that's with trots back out on the field here. I tell you, after that first offensive series knock, on the defense has really got dialed in. Yeah. Again, I think yeah. it's going to just be and disciplined. We're, yeah, playing their assignments. We're going to have to find our number sheet because I'm seeing some new numbers in there on the Scott Stevens. Motion right for Knox. Give up the middle. <laughs> we got a whistle. We got a whistle. Which is good because there was no room on that play. Whistle blew on uh, play dead. Dylan Kolick, senior D tackle, getting some time, and he, he most certainly was going to make sure that was going nowhere. Oh, that's the way I really whistle. I did too. Oh, we have somebody in press box watching. Press box watching. Green. That was the whistle we heard. So it wasn't really whistle. <laughs> so it's second down to 13. That's gets under center. He's got a receiver split left. Gives it dive up the right side. Oh. Scott's are saying they've oh, got the ball. And, and they do. Other 
Fighting Scott playing some good football. Baker. Baker recovered the fumble. We couldn't see who got actually caused that fumble. Dive up the middle. Doesn't matter. Scott's going to take over. First and 10. Ball's going to be on top 19-yard line. Still got all starters in here. I was trying to see what number the center is. With the oh, yep. no, he's back. He's back, center he's back. Brown. Brown back in the That's game. Good good. Yes. High formation by the Scots. I haven't seen this all game. Give up the left side on the lead. Albers with the run. Some hard running. He's going to get about four yards on the play, bringing up second and six. Oh, we had a West Central score. Polo leads West Central 14-6 to into the first. Semi-final game. Winner's going to be playing the championship game next week at Monmouth College. Good luck, West Central. Ah, West Central looking to get a little revenge. Polo knocked them out last year. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a heck of a ball game up there. Trip to the right. That's the screen play they've been running, and it's exactly the same. That's nice been, blocking on by uh, Uras Thornton out on the edge. Uras and Thornton have been solid. Number four, Bergren. Jackson Bergren with the catch out of United. Number four. Yeah. Francois. What was it? Oh. According to this, it says Jackson Bergren, United. 6-3-1-8. would make sense because the, the other four is yeah. the defensive player. <laughs> Give up to Albers doing the right side. He's going to get. Oh, we oh. got Late flag. Right. Albert's close to a touchdown, but usually a flag in that vicinity means somebody on the offensive line did something they ought not to have done. Uh-huh. Got a little handsy. Waiting for the call. Oh. Yeah. I was afraid of that. Uh, you know, it's been a very clean game. It has been. I mean, three, four penalties max and... and good, clean football you want to see, but that's going to move the ball back, uh, looks like to the 20-yard line. So the Scots are going to replay some down, but it's third and a long 10. 6.26 remaining in the third quarter. Thornton solo to the right. Boyer looking to Thornton, looking, changes his view, goes to the left side. Here as makes play. the catch at the five-yard line. Going to be a first and goal now. Kind of ran a deep dig down. Yeah. Got corner to turn his hips, cut inside. Boyer hit him perfectly. Right, again, here as. Right. I don't know how many yards he's got, 100. Oh, yeah. You got to go out just with that one yeah, piece some yeah, yard. Easily 100-plus yards for him today. High formation. Boyer under center. Big lead play. Albert oh, to the left it. side. Touchdown. Yeah, Brad was talking that we have a they have Nimrick, a running back, who's a, at the wing, lead blocking at uh, 5'10", 250. Good size lad. But that's the kind of guy you want in front of you. Yes, this freshman out of Kiwani.
Uh, we have, uh, well, according to the way it works, we have to lead every quarter of this game. We have to outscore Max. Extra point good, 55, 56, nothing. 5.39 remaining in the game. We'll be back after this. Welcome back to Mama Scott's Fighting Scott's WRAM. We have a 56-0 lead by the Scott, 5.39 remaining. In the third quarter, Zelf kick off. And the ball falls off the tee. So we're going to have to uh, reset that. According to what we just heard, Chicago held Lake Forest to a 0-0 score in the third quarter. Yes, they moved into the fourth quarter right now. So we're assuming that Mama, the that Mama Scott have a chance to actually make the playoffs based on the fact nobody had a lead, but we're going to have to check into that. If that's the case, this all of a sudden becomes a very important uh, ball game. Yes, assuming fourth order of seven points and then yeah. 539 yeah. and still win fourth. Knox with the return starting at 15, trying to get around the left side. There is a hole up there, a decent return, uh, 13-yard return. Prairie Fire going to take over the ball on the... 30-yard line, first and 10. 32 is not going to make the play on that. They had knocked that in double teams, <laughs> driving him down. They, he wasn't going to get his shot this time, but heck of an effort on his part. McCade Brooks, you know, the story is placed for South Fulton Rebel. I used to know a Rebel. I did, too. Huh. I think. Vasquez under center. Got the two wings, single back, motion to the right. Give to the fullback up the middle. Oh. Again, there's just nothing there. He's smothered. There is just no room up that seven and 91. 91 starts it off. That's Serrano again. Nick and Serrano. It's seven. Dylan Culp. Serrano just absolutely, <laughs> there was nowhere to go from the get-go on that one. Culp. Senior out of Oswego. I think I know somebody from there, too. Mm-hmm. Lost a two on the play. Brings up a second down to 12. Vasquez. Takes the snap. Looks like sweep left this time. Trying to get around the corner. They got some room over there. Scott's losing contain. Yeah, they knocked got some blockers out on the on force player. 91 just couldn't quite catch. North 74 couldn't quite catch from behind. Yep. Nice pickup by Knox. Uh, Eight-yard play on that one brings up third and four. Number six. Oh, uh, that lower Trevor Gagey. Trevor Gagey with the carry oh, time, speeding around Knox. the corner for, yes. for Knox. Third and four. Vasquez back under center. Motion to the right. Trying to sweep around the right side this time. Cuts it up. And it's going to be close to a first down. And it is definitely a first down. Number six of the Scots, uh, Michael Lord out of Carthage, had the force. Looked like, uh, we'll say the Knox player has a very nice block on him. Yeah. Good block, good hard hard run. Just didn't have enough uh, flow to the ball. Uh, again, 
halftime adjustment. We have not seen any sweet plays till this half. They've tested the left and right side both times, getting good yardage. Um, imagine we'll see that again. Oh, have to. Have to. Vasquez looking to throw to his left side. Has his receiver open and dropped. Off the tight end's hand. I'm not sure, if he would have been able to, not sure if he would have been able to control it by the time he got to the sideline or not. I, You know, it's a thing in the game like this, you need that. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, that's Vasquez put the ball in your hands. You've got to come down with that. You've got to move those chains. Well, you got to get the three, four yards out of that play to move the chains. Keep your offense going. Receiver, one to the left, one to the right. High formation by Knox. Lead play right up the middle and a good lead play. Who's got that tackle? That 31, I believe. That Ethan James. One of the inside linebackers. Got a few new names here. We're trying to get these guys figured out. Made a good tackle, otherwise that play is going a long way. Another Illini West. Good product. Good play that time. Good block by the lead uh, by the by the lead yeah. blocker and hit the whole hard. That was a nice play by the Prairie Fire. Four of their passing formation to the left, one to the right. Oh, oh and we got somebody jumping on the outside for Knox. Going to have a false start. Number two, Tyrell Pierce gets a little anxious to get into his route and potentially trying to go with the hard count and yeah, fool yourself. So, lost five, makes it third and ten. Ball's on the Knox 41-yard line. 2.45 remaining in the third quarter. Scott's up 56-0. Scott just rotates back in, 99. Again, I'm very interested to know if a 0-0. Oh, if that counts yeah, as a... Yeah, if that counts as... Because if it is, that, that's the quarter the Scots need. Yes, it is. Vasquez out of oh. shotgun, not going to have any time. Chicago's again. Right up the middle, absolutely untouched. Just untouched. Just stubs back in at the D-line and gets a seven-yard sack. Second sack of the game. That kid is having a, <laughs> just having a day. And two just special teams tackles, two sacks. And just a freshman. Yeah. Uh, you know. Potential. We just talked about you know Connor being a freshman, an offensive tackle freshman. Yeah. You know, lost eight on the play brings up fourth down. Knox with the rugby style kick up the right side, one wow. bounce. Scott's got some room over there if he can get it turned up the field. Fourteen. Nick Harris that time had a little bit of room, couldn't quite get the torn corner turned quick enough. Do a nice nine-yard return on that one. Oh, in correction, a little bit less than nine now on the spot. Looks like it's going to be first and ten ball on the Scott's 47-yard line. Knox was playing pretty good. Uh, discipline, punt coverage. They weren't flying down where the ball was. They were filling their lanes. Yep. Flowed very nicely with the ball. Those, they had three kids for Knox. All doing their job. Nobody getting in a hurry. If the guy doesn't run straight, he doesn't get yards. Eventually that out-of-bounds has to get you. Mm-hmm. Boyer to the left, one to the right. 
give up the middle this time. I'm yeah, new running back. New running back, number 32, McKay Brooks. Oh, yeah, he was the big hitter on that yes. kickoff. Yes, he was the big hitter on that, that play. I'd like to be able to talk to Coach, Coach Braun right now to see what he knows about the Chicago game. And <laughs> Yeah. A little confusion now. Got several Scots looking over the sideline waiting for the play. 15 on the, the play clock. Still got time. Two split to the right, one to the left. McCade's in the backfield with Boyer. And he's going to get the carry right up the middle. Nice play. Five-yard run up the middle. McCade Brooks. A nice little uh, log pull by Shimko. Got around the center. Getting up on getting up on the uh, next level. Not and, yep, we got a prairie fire on the field. We're going to take ourselves a short break. We'll be back after this. And welcome back to the Knock Bowl. Mama Scott's up 6-6-0. Broadcasting here from the WRAM studios. Loving this, loving this weather. Loving this weather. Just makes you think, you know, it's getting playoff time, you know? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Oh, we got a new quarterback in. I'll get you a number here in just a second. And name is Brooks. Brooks getting off the left side. Hard running. Going to get another first down, I assume. Yeah, loose for about 11 yards. Is that uh, Federer? I didn't get Ashton Summers. Oh, okay. It's Ashton Summers, number 13 in for Boyer. And that's how we're going to wind down. Uh, Scott's going to let the clock run out. There's 20 okay. seconds to go. That is a winning third quarter. Uh, I, I assume we have to score again? I, would, I mean, uh, win, win the fourth. Got to have one more touchdown to make sure that you've done everything you uh-huh. can do to get the Scots into their playoffs. So you know that's a smart play. Taking the ball in the quarter. Don't risk Absolutely. You don't have to snap yeah. the ball. Yeah. You've, got, you've won the quarter. Yep. Back and back. Let's not have something silly happen and you know, a super score or something of that thing. So that's the end of the third quarter. It's 56 nothing. Scots. We'll be back after this message. Welcome back, Mama Scott's football and WRAM. Starting out our fourth quarter, 56 nothing. Scott McCabe Brooks with a run to the left side for three yards. Scott's had the ball on the 26-yard line looking to win for a score. Oh, yeah, we got a lot of a lot of new skill position numbers out there. It looks like we still got the, the starting front five. Yep, uh, we got another running back in there. Uh, we got 22, maybe. And after this, we'll, we'll see. We've got one. We've got 82. I assume one is Nick Upsaint. McKay Brooks off to the left side. Breaks the tackle, gets around the blitzer. He's going to get a short gain of two. Brings up second and six that for the Scots. 82 or 22? 82. I thought, but through this plexiglass, glass is a little hard for me to read. Josiah Carter. So we've got Brooks as our halfback. Summers is our quarterback. And we have a new host of wide receivers. We'll try and get you the best we can. Third six. Yes, we've got Nick Obstain from Florida. 
number one. And number two is another Florida uh, product, Josiah Carter. Summers with Gibbs Brooks. Jim flips up the right side, running hard. He's going to be short for the first down. Gain of four, bringing up a fourth and two. Here's the Andrew Rockford, the other split out. 6'4", 200-pound freshman from Springfield, Sacred Heart Griffin. Pass to assume we're going to be powering forward on this fourth and two. They brought the big boy in again. Yep, Nimrick's in. He's at the wing. They've been using him a lot to lead block on these power plays. Motion to the left. Summer's looking back. Looks like they changed up the play. Takes the snap, gives it to Brooks. He's following Nimrick. He's going to be short. Shorter the first down. It's going to be a turnover on downs. I just, I, I'd like them to make sure they, they explain this uh, tiebreaker thing to me. So I'm thinking that you got a chance to be in the playoffs with that third quarter score of 0 0. You gotta make sure you score. You gotta score. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of new faces on defense. No, if I'm not mistaken, it's entirely new second unit. Very far starting out on the road, 20 yard line. Give up the middle of that time. Clark, three-yard, five-yard game on the play, four brought down. Brings up second five for the Prairie Fire. Earn your money when you put all the new players in. No kidding. (laughs) Second down is five. 11.56 remaining in the fourth quarter. Motion left, Vasquez with a sweep on that. Ball on the play. Scoop and score. Oh, ball on the ball. Ball on the ball. Get possession. Tried to sweep around the left side. Ball was bobbled. And the Prairie Fire are going to recover that ball. I don't think he may have possession, so it shouldn't be a new set of downs anyway. No, we got second and because if the Scott player would have actually grabbed the ball, taken a step or two, then fumbled it again. Yeah. Then the whole new set down. So we have a loss of 15 on the play. Makes it third down and 20. Motion right. Give up the middle again. Not much room there. Looks like a four, maybe five-yard game. Brings up fourth and 15. Yeah, so fourth and punt. Get some offense going. Let's get a score in this fourth. <clears throat> well, that was a golden opportunity, though. Yes. I, you know. It, it, and it's, I know you want it, for us to say oh, on the ball. Yeah. But when you're at the 10-yard line, oh, after the ball goes around, how many opportunities does the defensive player have to do that ever? Or an offensive line. Or an offensive line. Well, sometimes maybe a couple. Yeah, two. Two's a good number. 
Laid the punt for the Oh, we got the seat. All right. Lake was going to punt from literally the goal line. Now we're going to back up Wade into his end zone with a false start. Nick Harris moving a little bit closer for the return opportunity. Ten oh six remaining in the game. Fair catch by Harris. Ooh, over the shoulder catch. Over, yeah, I was going to say a little precarious. I, I wonder if the wind might have got a little bit. I, I wonder started. pushing that ball over his head, but he's going to make that fair catch. A tough one. Turned him around 180 degrees. Had to catch it over his shoulder. Yeah, because that that wind is still blowing pretty good. Oh yeah, it looks like it is more out of the west now. Notice before that false start. Uh, yeah, leaves blowing across the yeah. north end zone. Scott's taking a first and ten on Knox's 45 yard line. Got a uh, score update for the West Central playoff game. Polo leads in the second quarter, 22 to the point. 22 to 20. Keep going. Keep going. Oh, they, everybody said that it's going to be a barn burner game. That's all I imagine is just offense, offense, offense. Brooks, someone hanging on to his shirt, ripped his undershirt just about off of him. Brooks managed to get a yard. That was yeah. a gusty one yard. I, I, I'm, I'm <laughs> waiting, and I don't know what the offense is thinking, you know, but. You, you've given Brooks every carry in the last eight, nine plays. Eventually, you're going to have to set, use that to set something else up. You, you, you sure think so. I mean, I know you got a bunch of youngsters out there, but I'm thinking eventually you're going to pull that ball and you're going to let loose the, the – I, I assume he's got an arm on him he can throw. You still have your starting front five, so it's yeah. not like they're just, you know, hand the ball off to basically take me. Mm-hmm. Give again up to Brooks, nothing there. Literally hit in the backfield, lost of a two yards. Uh, take that back, it looks like we might have at least two new offensive linemen in there. 69, 64. Luke Hunter is yeah, 69. I guess I take that back. We've got two centers, or the two guards in the center appear to be all. And again, if we need to score. I, I just wonder how this all works. I would like to have someone paint me a picture. Third and 11. Scott's on the 46th motion left. Going to try an end around play. It's not going to work. Hmm. Was that 84 for Knox on the tackle? Mm-hmm. Anthony Garcia, linebacker, absolutely not fooled by that play at all. I mean, yeah. he was in that backfield making a stop in a hurry. Yeah, I'm not sure. Might have been 25 here. Yep. Came up from the came up from the edge. He didn't make the tackle, but he sure set the edge and forced that running back back up inside to where he had help. Scott the punt. Addie Fletcher. Mama throws it alone. Little roughly style, end over ender, going down the right side. Oh, going to get a good bounce. Picked up on the seven yard line, but there's just oh, nowhere wow. to go. Nowhere to go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven red jerseys. 
Addison Fletcher very well done. The end over ender bouncing to the seven yard line where Knox gets a three yard return. It's four. They'll take over on their own 11. 731 remaining in the game. Score is 56 0. Scots. Got to get a turnover. Get turnover short field. Get that score. I thought Chicago just scored in the fourth quarter. Hey, that's even better. I mean, from everything we understand, that we have a chance to win this game, but don't we need to score too? Well, <laughs> we, if they didn't score in the third, then we don't score in the fourth. Yeah, we led Ooh. three face masks. We led Guy and Lake Forest would have only led two. Clark again on the carry up the middle that time on the give. Got away with a little face mask on that one. That's the way I understand it anyway. We'd still be up by one quarter. That's my home college education major coming through. Understand. No game on the play. Second and ten for the Prairie Fire. Coming out of their own end zone. Vasquez under center. Give up. Nope, we're going to keep it. He's got room on that one. And a first down. Got to stay at home. Got to stay at home. Vasquez hasn't kept it much. No. Fooled him that time. Came around the corner. Uh, nice 12-yard game. 11-yard uh, game. Brings up first and 10 on Knox's own 21. I don't recall him carrying it at all. Yeah, I, I, that may have. If he has, it's one or two carries. And, yeah, he hasn't gotten anywhere. He's been feeding the fullback an awful lot. And that's what being a college option. You get everybody sure sucking in on that fullback and make them make the mistake and get to the edge. Vasquez under center. Eye formation this time. Going to start around right side. Pitches it. There's room on that corner. And around the corner they go for... Close to a first down. Looks like they're going to mark him just a yard short. Gagey. I hear lots of noise out there. I'm wondering what it is. We have a... We have a huddle going on with our officials. I don't see any flag. I assume it's got to be the, the spot of the ball. Yeah, they're still holding the ball. One official standing on the 30, looking like he's got the spot, but it's hard to tell. And we're still waiting, folks, and we're going to call a personal foul on the Prairie Fire. Not sure what the personal foul was. I didn't I know. No explanation. Doesn't matter. Moves the back. Makes it uh, second and 15. Falls on the 15-yard line. Just under six minutes to play in this game. High formation. Vasquez oh. with the give up the middle. Nowhere uh-huh. to go. Number 21, Jeremiah Austin. Is the name I have. 
and I again they had the list of running backs, but that time he was coming. His brought eight was it Sincere Brent? He almost took the hands off. He shot through there, and I thought he was going to take the hands off on that. No game on the play. Third down, fifteen coming up. Five fifteen remaining. Scott's up fifty six zero. Once again, going back to the I formation. And there's the option. They're going to give the pitch outside. Oh, just some slip tackles. Yeah, he had some room out there. Yeah, we got to, got to, get, got to get the tackles on that. Still going to bring up fourth down. Yeah. That personal foul, you know, Knox finally gets some offense going, and they shot themselves with personal foul. We have a fourth down and sixth ball on the 25. They are late coming in for the punt. Here's the mom just going to let this count. Yeah, if they don't get to it, yeah, I, I just fall. No returner. No returner for the Scots. And it's rolling and rolling and touchdown at the 34-yard line. Mom and Scots be taking over first and ten on their own 34 with 4:06 remaining in the game. Again, folks, when we uh, can get a clarification, we will let you know about how this tiebreaker actually goes. Right now, uh, we do know that Chicago has scored a touchdown in the fourth quarter. Lake Forest hasn't scored. Based on our understanding, that could be enough to get the Scots into the playoffs. So. Or do they have to have the lead? We're, we're, we're digging into this. With that score, it's just under... Just under two minutes, 148 left in their game. And I'm confused. The Scots just took a knee. Right. uh, Again, I'm... And And now we've got the starters back in. But but it looks like it is victory formation. I, I yeah I I do not understand. They can't run the clock out yet. But again, different formation. We're we're taking an eight. Well, and that's not boy. You're taking the staff. Unless that was a different sixteen. And again, we're we're running a, another group of people out and back on. I have I I'm at a loss. I I I, I don't know exactly what the Scots are doing here. I mean, I know they're running the clock down, but there's still two forty left in this game. Uh, we're going to have to have a good interview on this one on the radio station. And there's only nine on the field at this time. I, I assume we're taking a timeout because something is definitely. Yep. 
Scott's taking a timeout with 2.23 remaining in the ballgame. 56 to nothing. Scott's. We'll be back after this. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we now have 11 people back on the field, and still they are running some offensive. And now we're going to an offense after taking a knee twice. Uh, Brooks, off to the left side, trying to find some room. Nothing out there, really. Uh, short game, maybe four or five yards. going to bring up fourth down. And from what we heard from Dwayne Bonifer, it sounds like the only way we're going to get into the playoffs today, Chicago has to win. Two fourteen remaining. We got a penalty on them, it appears. Or is yep. a timeout taken? Uh, oh, no. Penalty on the Scott's going to be declined. It's going to be fourth and... 10 on the Scots 34. So I guess we have a little idea about how this board thing is. We'll wait to see what the paper model. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Addison Fletcher back to punt for the Scots. Tell who that is back deep for not. 2.14 remaining. Oh, oh it's Eddie fake. Fletcher Bacon. There's nobody out there. Nobody Ooh. out there. Oh. Addison Fletcher. Helmet to helmet hit. And the, uh, what well, would have been the return man came flying up, and I think he took the worst of it. Yeah, he was looking he a little groggy getting up. Yeah, he almost seemed like he went limp body right Whoa. up the hit. He did pop right out, but yeah, he was... saw that there was nobody out there. Took off running, dusting off what he learned from his eighth grade coach, the running skills he was taught. I'm sure. I, I absolutely have yeah. to be since I coached him in eighth grade. Saw the play, got the first down. Big collision. They're they're debating now if that's charging. That's they got to be flipping this floor. It, it certainly looked helmet. It, it did look helmet. Helmet. It did. Of course, the fishing three doesn't have the luxury of free play, free play yeah. like you have the big time schools. Yeah, well, Addison, but, Addison jogged off the field. He looked fine, but like you said, the the the, the prairie fire, he got up with a little woozy. Yeah. At number seven, and they're going to call it charging. Kendall Baldwin. So that's going to add 15 yards. That will move the Scots up to the 12. Well, I'm waiting. They aren't moving anything right now. Now we're moving. Okay. So targeting is going to move to move the ball to the Knox 39-yard line, 205 remaining. Scots have the ball first and 10. And now we are back into the victory formation. So now, folks, it's a matter of running two minutes and five seconds off the clock. Got some tempers flaring down on there. I'm, I'm not sure what happened. 
tempers flaring a little bit. Not exactly sure what happened there. I mean, it's victory formation. All you have to do is snap the ball and basically stand still. Right. And hope that nobody takes the chief shot at the end of the game. Oh, looks like Knox did take a timeout, though. Which I guess it's 6 nothing. I'm not sure I understand that, but if you got them, you can use them. I guess. That's the way it works. Another victory formation. But no timeouts. Now, now, yeah, timeouts should be gone, so we got a minute 40 left. Scott is again simply waiting for the game or the play clock to run down so they can take another knee. Our final. And here's the final at Lake Forest, 13 to 7. Lake Forest wins. So depending on how all the well, quarter stuff shakes out, I would think Wade Bonifield would know exactly how it's going. So that, to me, says that there is no playoffs. Uh, another knee by the Scots. Going to run another 40 seconds off. They're going to be short of being able to run the clock out. Just under a minute left. So, Monmouth College going to bring out Addison Fletcher again for one more punt. A local high school playoff game. Tri Valley is up on Knoxville, 30 to 7. Tri Valley up on Knoxville, wow. Wonder how the Heat are doing. Addy with the punt. Getting away from it, they're just going to let that thing roll until it stops. On the 18-yard line, 21 seconds remaining. Scott's up, 56 nothing. 133rd Turkey Bowl. Going to go to the Scots. Hasn't been since last century. That's a fact. That is a fact. Uh, Knox lining up like they're going to run the play. Not in the victory formation. I see we're just going to give that ball one more play. And it is a gift. Marked that time on the right side. Tackled at the 20-yard line. And that's going to take us down to zero with six. Five. And this is going to be a Mama Scott's victory, 56 to nothing. We'll be back after this. 30 seconds. And welcome back to the campus of Knox College. Your final score 56 0. For the 133rd annual Turkey Bowl, it does belong to the Fighting Scots. Congratulations. Bombas College football is uh, another good year. We might just sort of play off based on the Lake Forest Chicago score. Lake Forest was up 13 to 7. You can tune in on Sunday morning, regular time at 8.20, and hear from head coach Chad Braun. He'll explain the break on the CC for us uh, on Sunday morning at 8.20 on WCRA 5. Brad Christian, thank you for coming to another Turkey Bowl. It was a pleasure. And Todd, thank you for helping us out as well. You're welcome. All right, thank you, Southwest. We're on board for us today. It's an excellent job of engineering this broadcast. 
so long for not college to fight and stop. He said, not college, zero. 